Welcome to the Crosstower Market Color Call. It's Friday, September 24th. I'm Martin Gaspar, research analyst. Big news this morning, China's central bank has said all crypto-related transactions are illegal and must be banned. All cryptocurrencies, including Bitcoin and ETH and Tether, are not fiat currency and cannot be circulated on the market, according to the People's Bank of China um, on a statement on its website. All crypto-related transactions, including services provided by offshore exchanges to domestic residents, are now considered illicit financial activities. Wu Blockchain provided further context on the announcement, noting that on the afternoon of September 24th, two documents led by the National Development and Reform Commission and the Central Bank were issued at the same time with very detailed content. The first thing to note is that the Central Bank document was released on September 15th, and the mining document was released on September 3rd, so this is not necessarily uh, new news to the market. Prior to this, it should have been internally circulated. The government department issued a unified public announcement on the afternoon of September 24th, which is today. Previously, the community was rumored to have a major policy update on the 15th. Circle is partnering with financial data aggregator Played. With its partnerships with Visa and now Played, Circle is becoming more deeply integrated with networks that allow users to move faster between Fiat and USDC via the Automated Clearinghouse or ACH network. Played connects to banks around the world and is already connected to several companies in the crypto ecosystem, including Coinbase. In practical terms, the partnerships will enable Circle's bank signature to get account info from consumers trying to buy USDC more quickly when buying through played connected crypto apps. Finally, on the Twitter front, Twitter has officially rolled out its tips function worldwide with a Bitcoin integration provided by the Lightning Network. The feature enables users to tip creators through third-party services like Cash App. Users can add their Bitcoin or Bitcoin Lightning wallet addresses to enable the sending and receiving of tips in Bitcoin. Currently, this is only available on ISO, but will be expanding to Android soon. Twitter is in the early stages on exploring NFT authentication, where users would directly connect their crypto wallets to their accounts to prove ownership of an NFT. And with that, I'll pass it to Chad to discuss what you're seeing in the market. Morning, Martin. We're seeing a broad uh, market pullback across, uh, you know, significant across crypto, um, but also broadly across all risk assets. Um, the Evergrande saga has been front and center all week. Um, you know, since since last we checked in on Wednesday, it looks like Evergrande was uh, going to make their bond payment um, that was due uh, yesterday. Um, however. The payment that they were going to make was always going to be just on their onshore, uh, on their yuan-denominated uh, bonds. They did not say anything about the dollar-denominated bonds. And of course, there is a covenant in those bonds that um, gives them 30 days to make those pay that payment. So last night, um, they missed the payment on the dollar-denominated bonds. Uh, that's giving everyone a lot of worry, even though I, I believe that that was pretty much expected. Um, since they think, you know, since again, since they have 30 days to make that payment before it actually uh, would be technically considered a default. Um, however, that is roiling markets, along with, of course, the, uh, the you know, the news that you mentioned uh, as far as China being much more specific about 
uh, banning banning crypto and banning crypto transactions. There's a worry that the language that they're using, which you know, it's not clear to me whether it's perfectly translated or not, um, could have implications outside of China. Um, that's it's a little bit of the worry. Um, the, uh, and all of this, of course, is coming uh, was right into a large options expiration, um, which we've just just passed now in the last half hour or so. Uh, so there might have been some uh, some exacerbated effect of this news, which, as as you mentioned, was not new news, but maybe a little bit more severe than it has been in the past. Um, uh, in conjunction with, you know, with options that were expiring and within the next hour after this, after this news came out and crossing through strikes. Um, right now, we seem to have, uh, are, are continuing to hold the support in BTC and ETH, uh, where we got to on Monday when the very first of the Evergrande uh, worries were really, uh, well, when the most severe of the Evergrande worries were, were affecting the market. Well, I'm going to be watching to see if those told um you know at this point in time uh fud coming out of china is not something that is new to the crypto world uh so i'm going to be watching to see how the world digests it um if those support levels hold and kind of you know what we see as sentiment going into the weekend thanks back to you thanks chad let's pass it over to our data scientist Catherine webb now for more news developments thank you martin eToro is going to delay going public through a SPAC merger until the fourth quarter. In March, it was announced that the company would go public through a merger with Fintech Acquisition Corp. The deal uh, valued the combined entity at about 10.4 billion. The reason for the delay is because eToro is still in the final stages of comments from the SEC. And once they've reached the final approval, they still have to wait for the FTC, FTCB shareholders to vote on the transaction, which could take up to 20 days. In funding news, Dapper Labs have raised 250 million, which was left by Couture, and existing investors, including A16Z, uh, Google Ventures, and Vision One Ventures. This gives the company a valuation of 7.6 billion. Uh, crypto custodian Kobo Wallet has raised 400 million in a Series B fundraising round that was led by DS Global and AT Capital. The funds will be used for COBOL's DeFi as a service product, which is described as a one-stop solution for institutions that want access to decentralized finance investment tools. Moving on to some mining news, Argo Blockchain has raised 112.5 million in US share sales. The company has sold 7.5 million American dispensary shares, which is equivalent to 10 of its UK traded shares. The shares are currently traded on the Nasdaq global market and will be listed under the ticker ARBK. And yesterday they were priced around $15. And um, finally, some regulatory news and um, Kentucky securities um, have ordered crypto lending Celsius network to cease and dismiss from offering its interest paying accounts in that state. Um, this makes Kentucky the latest in state to follow along from Texas, Alabama and New Jersey. And just finally, Robinhood plans to begin testing on its cryptocurrency wallet next month with an aim for rollout in early 2022. And this is basically to allow users to move digital currencies in and out of their brokerage accounts. And that's all the news I have for you. I'll pass you back to Martin. Have a nice day, everyone. Thanks, Catherine. Taking a look at crypto Twitter, a lot of people are talking about just the China news, um, you know, calling it FUD and pointing out the news, uh, you know, came out earlier in the month. So, but 
Uh, so it's not necessarily new news. So a lot of traders are saying, you know, don't fall, um, you know, for this potential trap with, uh, you know, how it's being pitched as something groundbreaking and new when, you know, China has banned uh, crypto, um, you know, repeatedly in the past. So we'll see how the uh, the market responds to it uh, throughout the day. It's also saw an interesting post from Compound's general counsel, Jake Trubinsky, noting that there's just a week left until the fiscal year end for the SEC and CFTC, uh, which ends on September 30th. He suggested that we could see crypto enforcement activity from either or both agencies soon, noting that um, you know the orders against BitMEX, um, or at least the enforcement activity against BitMEX last year came right around uh, the same time. So uh, yeah, next week will definitely be a week to watch. And uh, that's all the news we have for you. Unless Chad, do you have uh, any closing remarks, anything with the futures basis? Yeah, actually, one of the things I just wanted to touch on quickly, and I'll try not to take too much time, is uh, is something that uh, is overlooked by a lot of traders. You know, we talk a lot about what the Fed policy is and what that means for the U.S. dollar and for treasuries. Um, the Fed meeting on Wednesday did come out uh, to be on the hawkish side, as expected, it, um, you know, indicating that tapering could start as early as November uh, and setting a timeline for uh, for the middle of next year to basically complete tapering. So middle of next year is a target to stop asset purchases, which is a um, the, the most hawkish tone that the Fed has taken since COVID started. Um, however, the reaction of the dollar was, uh, you know, initially it got a little stronger, but then got weaker. And one thing that we have to remember is anytime we talk about a currency strengthening or weakening, um, it's only it's always in relation to everything else or to other currencies. So we focus on the dollar because it's the it's kind of you know it's the world reserve currency. Um, however, simultaneously, as the Fed was starting to to uh, take a hawkish tone, uh, the Bank of England was also taking a hawkish tone, and several other uh, central banks as well. And so what we saw is. Uh, the the dollar weakening after an initial pop after the Fed, um, but I believe that that weakening was not so much a dollar weakening as the as other baskets of currency strengthening. Um, so we might be in a cycle right now where just looking at the chart of the dollar and just looking at the dollar dollar versus other currencies does not really tell us the whole story about what's going on, um, and we might be seeing a kind of simultaneous. Uh, tightening and the simultaneous hawking uh, across central banks, which would be kind of like all currencies getting slightly stronger at the same time. Um, that is something that could put uh, some pressure on crypto. You know, we saw gold really trade off even with the dollar. You know, we, we look at the chart of dollar and the chart of gold. And when they're both going down, that seems strange. But uh, I believe that we're in a little bit of this uh, a noisy regime right now where the currencies that we use as the denominator in all of our, um, you know, in all of our trading, the things that we use to measure all of our prices, those are kind of in a state of flux right now. Um, and so it's, we're going to see price action and some kind of, you know, technical um, effect of, of moves in the currencies that might be a little bit less intuitive than they have been in the past. So that's just something to kind of keep an eye on. And just, you know, as a trader, remember, 
that, you know, just because the dollar is getting weaker, it doesn't necessarily mean that the dollar is getting weaker. It might just be that the thing you're measuring it against is getting stronger. So I'll just leave you that with that as kind of food for thought as uh, to go into Friday. Thank you, Chad. Thanks for listeners for tuning in. Please follow Crosstower on YouTube and socials for more of this content. Thank you.